Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to Wednesday, October 4th, 2023. Another day, another show, and I'm glad you're with us. Bright and early celebrity birthdays on the way. This day in history, random facts. And what are the negatives of living on the wrong side of a time zone. That's right. I know it sounds weird, but I'll tell you about that coming up. Plus, we'll get to uh, Friday football action this weekend. Stranger than fiction. Criminals returning to the scene of the crime. We'll be talking law in studio this morning as well next hour with Greg Thurman at Thurman and Flanagan, who our show is brought to you by Attorneys at Law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call them at 479-253-1234. And a very pleasant good morning. It is time now for Celebrity Birthdays here for Wednesday, October 4th, 2023. Ella Belinska, who plays the British actress from Charlie's Angels, the reboot, is 27. Dakota Johnson, who played Anastasia Steele in the Fifty Shades of Grey movies, is 34. Melissa Benoist, who uh, was on Supergirl and Marley on Glee, is 35. Jaron Johnston, the cat, uh, the country singer from the Cadillac 3, is 43. Catriona Balf, who is Claire Fraser, Fraser on Outlander, is 44. Rachel Lee Cook, who is the geek-turned-prom queen and she's all that, is 44. Alicia Silverstone, as F, is 47 today. Heidi Newfield who is a uh, country music star who quit Trick Pony for her solo career, is 53. Leave Schreiber, Ray Donovan, 56. A.C. Green, former NBA superstar, is 60 today. John Cicada, singer, is 62. David W. Harper, who is Jim Bob Walton on The Waltons, is 62. He's been in a lot of stuff. He kind of always plays a villain, too. Have you noticed that? Def Jam Pioneer. Russell Simmons is 66 today. Former CEO of the WWE, Lisa McMahon, is 75. Susan Sarandon is 77. Today is National Taco Day. And on this day in history, the Brooklyn Dodgers beat the New York Yankees in Game 7, which gave Jackie Robinson his only World Series win. That happened in 1955. The Space Age officially began as the Soviet Union launched Sputnik, the first man-made satellite into orbit on this date in 1957. Leave it to Beaver premiered on CBS on that same date. Janis Joplin found dead of an apparent heroin overdose in her room at the Landmark Hotel in Hollywood on this date in 1970. 
She was only 27. Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here hit number one on the album charts on this date in 1975. I like that song. Let's see here. Beverly Hills 90210 premiered on Fox on this date in 1990. Nickelback released their fifth album, All the Right Reasons. People liked it then. They hate it now. It's from back in 2005 is when that happened. Those are your celebrity birthdays at this day in history. Good morning. And it is time now for your random facts. No known hurricane has ever crossed the equator, and it's very rare that they form anywhere near the equator. How about that? Oh, by the way, the reason why is the Coriolis, the Coriolis effect. It's the force that causes the air to swirl. In the northern hemisphere, hurricanes spin counterclockwise, and in the southern hemisphere, they spin clockwise. So to cross the equator, they'd effectively have to reverse direction. That would that would be crazy, wouldn't it? All right. Louis Armstrong's the oldest person to have a number one single on the Hot 100. He was almost 63 when Hello Dolly hit number one on the Billboard chart back in May of 1964. Skype, the app for chatting and video calls and that kind of thing, is a shortened version of its original name, which was Sky Peer to Peer. The people who created it originally wanted to shorten it to Skyper. But that domain was already taken, so now we have Skype. Isn't that interesting? The only state where you can type with one row of keys on the keyboard is Alaska. The only state you can type with one row of keys on the keyboard. I got you. Yeah, it's just that middle that middle row. Alaska, that's the only one. Just keep that in your back pocket for a party trick one time, okay? Before Jim Jones became a cult leader and eventually led more than 900 people to their deaths, he worked uh, as a door-to-door pet monkey salesman in Indiana. Why, Why am I not surprised? Those are your random facts. Good morning. Good morning to you. Today's show being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law. I got a question for you. Have you ever thought about living on the wrong side of a time zone? Thankfully, in Arkansas, Missouri, we're right in the middle of the central time zone, pretty much, right? Now, when I lived in Nashville, Tennessee, we're one of the furthest east parts we were uh, when uh, we lived there uh, in the central time zone. So it would get dark earlier there as far as time goes, right? So I always thought, you know, the further west that you live the more daylight you're going to get. So I always thought that was a good thing. But according to a recent study, there's a good side to every time zone and a bad side. According to this study from the University of Pittsburgh, living on the west side of a time zone is worse than living on the east side because of all the sunlight. They say people on the west side of a time zone usually get an hour or more of sunlight. They go to sleep an average of 19 minutes later than people on the east side. Apparently, it uh, adds up to 115 hours of lost sleep every year, which apparently leads to health problems. People on the west side of time zones more likely to suffer from everything from diabetes to breast cancer. Do we think that's why? Come on. People on the west sides tend to make 3% less money, they believe, because they're too tired to be productive. Come on. What about vitamin D? It gives life. I mean, what about the more sunshine? They've got to be happier. Anyway, what do you think about this? 
I, I just I just don't know about this. It's an interesting study, though. I'll give them that. But I still think I'd rather live on the west side of a time zone. You get the most sunlight, the longest days. You would think you'd be more productive, right? Just that uh, extra hour of sunlight. Anyway, what do you think? 870-505-1518. Send me a text. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. Hope you are having a great Wednesday so far. Coming up, talking law with Greg Thurman in studio. Friday night, it is football action for you. You can check out the Green Forest Tigers. They will be playing Gentry at home, broadcast live on 96.9 FM and 102.3 FM. And you can cheer on the Huntsville Eagles. They will be taking on the Gravit Lions at home. And you can hear that game on Retro Rock 100.9 FM. And the Berryville Bobcats, they're going to be taking on Elkins at home. And that'll be broadcast on 107.1 KTHS. Before that game, Carroll County Broadcasting will be out tailgating at Jamie's Restaurant in Berryville near the golf course with the Harder House from 3.30 till 5. So come on by and cheer on the Bobcats and get yourself some treats out there as well. So uh, another big night of Friday football action right here on Carroll County Broadcasting. Good morning. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, just because you've been a criminal before doesn't mean you're going to be any good at it. 48-year-old Kiaisha Henderson in Florida has a long rap sheet with 39 felonies and five stints in jail. Last week, she and another woman, Kiara Tolliver, robbed a little old lady at a Walmart 45 miles north of Tampa. One of them apparently distracted her while the other stole her wallet. They used her credit cards to buy more than $2,000 worth of stuff and they would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for that pesky dog just kidding about that part but they almost got away with it but for some reason they decided to go back to the scene of the crime the very same walmart the next day while some cops happened to be there investigating their crime after an employee spotted him kaisha blasted one of the cops with a can of pepper spray when they tried to arrest her she tried to spray another cop too but missed his face hit his arm and had to surrender when she saw him pull a taser. Meanwhile, Walmart security caught, uh, got Kiara into custody. They're both facing multiple charges for theft and fraudulent use of a credit card. Kiesha also had an outstanding warrant for identity theft. That is stranger than fiction. Good morning. Good morning. We are back in studio with Greg Thurman talking law. We've been meeting members of the staff. Last week, we met Trish Harp. Today, I know, based on what you told me last week, we're meeting Stacy Sebi. Good morning, Greg. Tell us what we need to know. Well, I thank you for having me back in the studio. So Stacy Sebi, uh, she's been with me uh, since December of 2016. Prior to bringing Stacy on, I was fortunate to have a longtime uh, legal assistant named Darlene Parker that many of the listeners know. Darlene lost her battle with cancer a couple years ago. And it's hard when you work with somebody as long as Darlene and I had worked with each other to replace them. Funny story about Stacy is I had actually interviewed Stacy for a different position uh, than my legal assistant and did not hire her. And the reason was, you know, Stacy it was, in my opinion, she was overqualified for that position. She, you know, has her bachelor's degree in hospitality management. Uh, she was working for Johnny Morris. Oh. And I just felt like the position that I was looking to fill at that time, she'd be bored with it. Yeah. Quite honestly, I just felt like, you know, boy, I, 
I would love to hire her if I had the right position for her, but this is not it. And so I passed. So when my legal assistant left me and, and because of the health, re- Darlene had to leave me because of the health reasons, you know, she was one of the first persons I thought of. But then I had, you know, kind of to think about, well, I, I didn't hire her <laughs> for this position <laughs> that she was clearly qualified for, but I just reached out to her and she called me back and I just told her, you know, I just want you to understand that I was very impressed when I interviewed you. I've kept your resume. You have been on my radar since I met you. I felt like you were overqualified for the position you interviewed for. But now I have a position as a legal assistant that I think you would be fantastic for. And so she didn't hold a grudge. Yeah, And she joined us. Um, and so she she's married to uh, Paul Sebi. He's a detective in Eureka Springs. And he's a Eureka Springs native. They have some local roots. She serves as my legal assistant and Megan Tweedy Armstrong's legal assistant. And in today's technology, you know, when I first started practicing, you know, pretty much everything we did, we would just do through dictation and and hand it to our legal assistant. And they would, you know, do all the, you know, inputting, typing of everything through the dictation. And today, with regard, you know, every lawyer has their, their laptop, their phone. There's so much that each lawyer is doing with regards to drafting and creating documents. There is some dictation that still goes on. It's, you know, digital dictation. But at the end of the day, the lawyers are doing a lot of production uh, that they didn't do, you know, 26 years ago when I was practicing. And so, you know, legal assistants can serve two lawyers with technology today. And so that's what Stacy does. She supports my practice, which, again, is primarily personal injury and Social Security disability, along with just general civil litigation. Megan Tweedy Armstrong, who is licensed in Arkansas and Missouri, who practices in personal injury estate planning, you know, Stacy supports her as well. And so she's got her hands full, you know, with, with two, two attorneys with burgeoning caseloads, you know, and then all of, of my staff members, they, they have to answer the telephone because, you know, we've got multiple lines. And when people are calling, if the lines are full, I, I don't really, if I can avoid it, I don't want my, my potential clients, uh, customers to, to go to a voice machine, but sometimes that yeah. happens. But, you know, everybody will grab that phone and, and direct that person to where they need to go. So there's a lot of multitasking that's involved in being a legal assistant and uh I knew with Stacy's background, her interaction with people in the hospitality community, you know, putting on events for, for Johnny Morris and, and that type of thing. I knew she would be very good when it came to the client relations aspect, knew she was smart and she caught on very quickly and has been a great asset to me, to Megan Tweedy Armstrong and to our firm. And just to give her credit, it's hard to step in and fill the shoes of somebody that I had been with for, oh, yeah. you know, as long as Darlene and I had been there and she had done it with grace and i just think you know i'm very blessed to have her not hold the grudge for me <laughs> not hiring her for a for a job that she would have been bored silly in and you know returning my phone call and, and joining me and so again another person that has helped my firm grow and um, i'm blessed to have her that's a great story on multiple levels because sometimes timing just isn't right. You obviously didn't burn a bridge. Now she's in a position where she's not bored and she's got plenty to do. And it was, uh, she's a valuable asset to the team and to your clients. And sometimes timing isn't right, but because you had the discipline of the right people in the right seats on the bus at your firm, you held back and it ended up being uh, work, working out much better. It, it did. And, and the other thing is when Stacy, she is 
she's kind of modernized me a little bit. You know, I was kind of trained old, old school to do a lot of communication by phone. She's of a younger generation and has moved the communication with a lot of our younger clients, especially to the platforms that they like to communicate. So it's always good to have, you know, new people come in with, with fresh ideas. Oh, yeah. And so she has, she's helped modernize, you know, certain aspects of my practice and uh, I'm learning every day. And if you're not, uh, and, and as an attorney, if you're not learning, if you're not willing to to listen to to your staff and and their suggestions and and things that they may offer, then that's a mistake. And and I like to think one of my strengths is that I I like collaboration. Yeah, that makes a huge difference in making sure that you're relevant and you don't become a dinosaur. Basically, absolutely. You know, and and I remember you know when when laptops came about and you know lawyers that didn't know how to run a computer. Yeah. I mean, I clerked for for lawyers that didn't know how to turn one on. That was when you had desktop computers and then there's laptop computers and and these lawyers are still dictating everything and handing a cassette tape to to the legal assistant <laughs> and i knew that the world was changing and so you know I, and i always told myself as as i've grown you can't remain a caveman you gotta get out of that cave throw the club down and grow yeah and and that's what that's what i try to do and, and your staff you know is a big part of that that's a great way to end it there it, it takes a team and great that you're listening to uh, newer voices coming in to make sure that you are providing the most relevant service to your clients out there thank you greg for being here we uh, look forward to next week who are we going to meet next week next week you're going to meet lisa hussey which i know a lot of our listeners are familiar uh with lisa her husband jamie who was you know recently the manager of this radio station who is just taking a job with the Bearville parks and rec association and she's been the longest longest tenure she's she's not been my firm the longest but she is the longest tenured legal assistant she's in her 30th year as a legal assistant all right we look forward to uh meeting her i know that she has her hands full dealing with jamie on a day-to-day basis (laughs) Uh, so uh, we look forward to hearing about that next week in studio with talking law thanks greg Thank you, Ike. Good morning to you. Well, did you catch a drive through this morning for your breakfast? How accurate was it? According to a new drive through study, here are the winners. If you need your fast food to happen even faster, there's an annual report called the drive through study that just came out comparing the speed and accuracy at 10 of the biggest fast food chains in America by having mystery shoppers visit over 150 locations. For each and every drive through chain. That's that's a lot of fast food, my goodness. Who's the fastest? If you're in a rush and looking for the fastest drive through according to this study, Taco Bell took the top spot this year. From the moment you pull in to when you drive off, Taco Bell's average is 4 minutes and 39 seconds, which is a full minute faster than average. The overall average was 5 minutes 43 seconds, which is still pretty good. Compared to 2022, drive throughs got about 30 seconds faster in the past year. The fastest drive throughs overall were Taco Bell, KFC, and Carl's Jr. They say Chick-fil-A's was the slowest but the most accurate. It's probably because Chick-fil-A is almost always crowded, right? So I guess it also depends on what the demand is uh, you know, at the time that you pull up. The most accurate overall, Chick-fil-A, Burger King, and McDonald's. Those are the top three. For accuracy, they also looked at the top things that fast food places mess up. Number one is putting ice in your drink when you said no ice. Then it's adding the wrong ingredients to an entree, like getting pickles when you said no pickles. They also looked at top ways that they upsell in the drive-thru. The most common by far is asking if you want to make that a combo. Then it's asking if you want to upsize your combo. 
Finally, the study found the top thing people uh, that the top thing that could make drive-throughs even faster is making sure the person working speaks clearly and listens. Yeah, when they're easy to understand and we don't have to repeat ourselves, it can shave off a full minute. So, there you go. For anybody hiring someone for your drive-through, make sure that they are an articulate speaker. No, I'm not available. Well, it depends on how much you pay. Those are the top drive-throughs. What do you think? Do you think that's accurate or do you disagree? Let me know. Send me a text 870-505-1518. Good morning. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. This is a cool story from Ohio. An Ohio hospital and the town of Huron threw not only a homecoming dance, but also a homecoming parade for a 17-year-old that was battling cancer. This is Megan Crafty and her mom, Jill Edwards, talking about the amazing gifts they were given by the community. They decorated the gym in a Christmas theme. It was all about her. It was called Ho Ho Homecoming. It's crazy seeing all the support that I have. Like it's my senior year. I want to be here at the football games and everything and I can't be. And I, I can't see all my friends like I was able to. Hopefully beat cancer obviously and then get to go to Toledo for college for pharmacy. Yeah. And get in the honors dorms and stuff like that. Big goals. Big goals, but I know you can do it. Keep at it. And let's just say that is a great story of a town coming together to support a teenager who is in the battle for her life. If you've got a story out there that's good, let us tell it. Email it to show at IkeWingate.com. Good morning to you. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at OzarkJustice.com, or give them a call at 479 253 one, two, three, four. Well, who is the richest person in Arkansas? A new Forbes report has put out the list. Of course, let's take a look here. The 2023 list includes notable firsts. Michael Jordan is the first professional athlete to land on the Forbes 400. Now, here's the deal. You have to have at least, what was it, one point, let's see, two point, uh, hold on here. Uh, let's see. You had to have at least $2.9 billion to make the list of the Forbes 400. And hold, uh, as a whole, the Forbes 400 holds $4.5 trillion in wealth. At the top of the list was Elon Musk, worth an estimated $251 billion. Of course, Tesla, SpaceX, and X, his companies, make him the wealthiest person in Texas as well. And one of the 40 states that is represented on the list. Of course, the state of Arkansas is on the list as well. I'll get to that. But California had the most residents on the Forbes 400 list with 87, which is an increase of seven. So people are getting richer in California. Are they politicians? I don't know. Uh, Let's see here. The wealthiest person in the state of Arkansas is Jim Walton. It says Jim Walton and family. And they are listing his wealth at $68.2 billion. Wow, that's a lot. Let's see here. Uh, the wealthiest person in Idaho is only got $3.3 billion. So uh, if you want to make the list of the top billionaires in a state or whatever, you got you got more than uh, $3.3 billion. Move to Idaho, you could be the number one uh, billionaire there. So anyway, there were 60 women who landed among the wealthiest Americans this year. Alice Walton of Texas is the wealthiest of Texas with a net, well, apart from, I'm sorry, the wealthiest woman, $66.5 billion. 
Wow. Walmart money right there. So anyway, there you go. Those are the richest people, and Jim Walton and family are the richest in Arkansas. So if you need a loan, that's who you need to go to. All right, good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review. Rate us whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up. Show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.